and welcome to Some Kind of Podcast. This is a podcast where we entertain you by discussing what entertains us. I'm Tim, your hostess with the mostest, and obviously I'm joined this week by Christian. Hey. And Cody. Hello. If it is your first time listening, welcome. If this isn't your first time, welcome back, and welcome to episode number 10. Double digits, guys. Didn't know we'd make it this far. Yay. <laughs> We, I mean, I knew we'd make it this far. Um, so yeah, I believe you, before we before we came on to record for this, you guys were briefly talking about how uh, Sony was getting rid of its community um, area for the PlayStation Four. That's what you're saying, Christian? Yeah, yeah. And so I think a while back, um, Cody also brought up that they they're also kind of getting rid of their movie and TV uh, features on the PlayStation Store for both PS4 and PS5. So. Well, it's non-existent on the five. They just well, right. they, they never added it. I think what I think what's happening is they're stripping the four of stuff so that they don't have to worry about it anymore, and they don't have to support it since it's not being supported on the five. It's just an extra thing for them to to do. Yeah, and in their press release, they said something about how they've been uh, analytically tracking their numbers, and most people are primarily doing or, or utilizing streaming services for their uh, their movie content, which I find kind of like not hard to believe. Like, I'm sure like mo- a majority of the people are there, but I'm I'm sure there's still there was still quite a bit of people still using the movie store to rent. Because I mean, whenever I would go on the my PlayStation Four instead of going through like Amazon prime or anything like that, like it was far easier just to use the store to run a movie. Oh yeah. It was my default. Um, I actually use the store to buy things because they usually had great deals. That's I'm also true. Really honest. Um, in fact, recently I just bought a whole bunch of stuff off the store. Cause they had like a bundle deal going on with a bunch of like movies and stuff like that. And um, when I didn't have cable, um, I was actually using the store to buy, buy episodes of doctor who so i can keep because i keep up with it because i didn't have bbc america mm-hmm. so i guess that's not going to be a thing that we're gonna be able to do um it's I really just have to use amazon yeah it's gonna be really interesting um you know that they're kind of stripping away stuff from the four when you know a lot of people people are still kind of clamoring to get the ps5 there's still a lot of people without it and they're already starting to kind of dial back the ps4 a little bit yeah, it, it's a really weird atmosphere with the five and the four right now because I feel like, and I, I mean, don't quote me on it because I'm probably wrong, uh, but I feel like when Final Fantasy VII Remake came out, I I feel like I remember them saying that like DLC or whatever for it was not going to be exclusive to the four, uh, the five. But then it is exclusive to the five. And then the first piece of DLC became as exclusive. Yeah, to the- exclusive to the five, and people still can't get a hold of it. Yeah, like you can't even pre-order it unless you have a five at this point. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. It, it's it's very strange that they're going this hard on like canceling PS4 services when people still can't get a five now i know they're not giving up on the four yet and no. we're years away from that happening because i mean they're the still PS4 making games for the four well yeah i mean 
most of the games you can play right now, as we discussed on other podcasts, are really just PS4 games you can play on your PS5. Yeah. It probably won't be until the second half of this year we really start seeing an influx of PS5 games. And even then, a lot of new games that are coming out are just coming out on the 4. And, like, the PS5 version, if it exists, is down, like, in the next year or two. True. Yeah, so I don't know if they're trying to streamline the PS4 just to be set up and look almost identical to what... I mean, I know the UI overall is never going to be on par with what it is on the 5. Um, no. Because they want to hold that over your head as a reason to buy the PS5. Um, and I, since launched, uh, as Cody said before, the movies and TV rental slash buying option was never there. Um, and then since, and then just the UI in general, they'd never brought over that community feature onto the PS5. That was something on the PS4. And I do remember another press release shortly thereafter launch last November, um, where they claimed that I guess the community feature was something that, um, took a lot of man hours to keep up with and to kind of keep functioning. And then research on their end showed that not many people actually used it. So I guess on their end, they're just chopping up to be just kind of a waste of time yeah i never use it like i to be honest with you it i didn't realize that you could edit your profile or whatever it was essentially like a facebook page for your gaming on your ps4 and i didn't even realize that until like a year and a half ago yeah i mean i think they tried to go a little too far into the like social feature kind of setup because like whatever I used it for whenever I turned on my PlayStation 4 was that I would take a quick gander as and see like oh let's see what like my friends were up to like and it would show you know like Cody or Tim has gotten this trophy or has played this game for the first time and I was like oh that's cool they, they, they're playing this game or they just got that trophy or they got this platinum or whatever um, but I think going anything beyond just like a basic feed was kind of a mistake yeah because like no one was ever going to utilize a not full-fledged social media app when there's something way better you can bring up on your phone right true i mean i don't know why they disconnected because before you could share all your trophies and whatnot on like facebook and stuff and then that yeah and then they because i feel like that when that happened when they disconnected facebook i feel like they had like the thought of like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna make this social media thing on our system happen, and then it didn't happen, and then the five came out, and they were like, ah, we're just forget it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I never really paid too much to the community aspect because my community was the two of you guys and Steven yeah. and maybe that occasionally. So it didn't really, I didn't really care what other people were doing. So it was nice, you know, like if you saw somebody get a trophy that you knew they were working on, or it was really hard, but like there was really no real purpose to it. Yeah. So I guess it could be why they get rid of it. You know, like I'm not saying like they're getting rid of everything on the PS4. It's just weird that they're starting to take things away from it already. I when... mean, the, the, the movie thing, movie TV thing kind of makes sense at this point, given that like every network has their own streaming service now. Yeah. So like, it's really hard to compete with something like that when, you know, most of the movies that they're trying to sell, even on a discount, you can get on a streaming service for less money. I suppose. I mean, I don't know. I, I just, I enjoyed it. They had a lot of great deals on there. I thought oh, it, it, I it was awesome. 
I didn't use it often, but like every once in a while, I go check it out, and it's just a shame that like, uh, yeah, going away. <laughs> I will say that I think it shows a lot on Sony's and PlayStation's end to. <laughs> Usually, I feel like when big companies make decisions like this and say, like, hey, we're taking away this feature, but don't worry because we're adding this or we're doing this. Yeah, they're not so adding like anything. Some, yeah, they're just like, they've basically done this twice now where they're taking away a core feature and they're just like, yep, deal with it. So, like, I don't, I, don't, I, I mean, I guess like props to them to where they feel like they are in a situation they can just do whatever they want and that people are still going to buy their systems and I'm, I'm sure they will. But, I mean- Kind of, yeah, they will. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. will. I, I think it also comes down to, like, I think we'll, we'll start seeing more and more of those streaming services pop up on the on PSN because, like, as of right now, like, you can't get AMC Plus or um, Paramount Plus or whatever, you know, like, like the, the newer streaming services still aren't on there. So my guess is they're going to lean hard into that and just make deals with those companies so that they can get their apps on their system. Mm-hmm. Because like HBO Max wasn't there day one, and I remember no. like, like I, I brought it up to you guys one day. I was like, "Yeah, I just want to watch like Game of Thrones again, and it's not on there." And then one of y'all was like, "Uh, it's on there," and it yeah. it had to have been within like the, like a couple of days because I had just looked for it. So I feel like that's that's most likely what they're gonna do. They're just gonna slowly lead and in, lean into the streaming services. Speaking of streaming services, I just downloaded Peacock this week, and uh, yeah, I don't got, hate it. It's all right. I've got is it. Is it a paid service or is it free? Um, both. You can both. pay for it. Yeah. It's free. It, it has kind of a tier system like Hulu where like you can get the base one for free, but you're going to get commercials. And then you can pay like five bucks, and you'll get some commercials. And then if you pay like 12 or whatever, you can get commercial free. Yeah, I think I pay 10 or 12 for you know, commercials. Yeah. Um, although there are like live sporting, the one thing with Coel Peacock is that they'll put their live sporting events on there. Yeah. And sporting events, no matter what you pay, there still is commercials. But if you are into sports like me and don't necessarily have cable or watch cable a lot, um, they have sporting events and, you know, they have just, it's not just like baseball and football and stuff like that too. Like they have like, soccer and rugby and tennis and stuff like that too they have like mm-hmm. some odd sports it's it's pretty interesting um i haven't messed around with it too much um i got it because uh, i'm a big fan of the wrestling and um the wwe network at least in america um is moving to peacock exclusively so if i wanted to continue to watch it which you know obviously doing right in time for wrestlemania uh i had to switch over so i did yeah um, but yeah, I, I enjoy Peacock. Um, also, real quick, I want to talk about this because I, I found out as before we, as you know, we're about to start recording. There's a God of War comic book, and I'm really excited about it. And I tried to buy it, and I don't know where to buy it at in the city I'm in right now. And I couldn't find it anywhere online. But issue one dropped yesterday, uh, and they might be bringing in Egyptian gods to the God of War universe. Uh, do you know who the publisher is? Dark Horse. Dark Horse. Can you not just order it from Dark Horse? um i i've i I found out like as like we were gonna start recording okay okay so like i've not looked into it i could probably could i just i tried finding it on amazon and it wasn't there and then i tried ebay and it was more expensive than it would have been on it (laughs) probably if i just went somewhere and bought it and i don't know any comic shops in 
the area that I'm in, but I mean, I've always, I've, I've always like low key wanted to be in comics. I feel like comics are something that I should like, and I don't know why. I, mean, I like, I like manga and stuff like that. Um, so, I mean, there's really no reason why I shouldn't like comic books. Um, I just never really got into them and to it, every comic book series is just so far in depth now, like it's impossible to just like hop on any given one. So the fact that like, it's a, comic book series about a video game franchise that i love and they only have one edition out right now i'm just kind of like uh, uh where do i get it where do i where do i hop on this train i want it shut up and take my money so, but i'm really excited because it looks like they're going to be expanding upon um maybe that time that happened in between the end of god of war 3 and the beginning of the 2018 god of war where it's all north mythology now i don't know i don't exactly know what the storyline's about uh, all I heard was that there might be like a little teaser for maybe some Egyptian god action coming to the God of War franchise, which would be a little interesting, but you know, it, it all depends on what we got going on there, but I'm excited about it. Yeah, no, it's really cool. I, um, I also didn't really know too much about this going in uh, before today. Um, I think I might've seen it pop up on one of my feeds on social media, like yesterday, mm-hmm. someone saying that they like, Hey, look, look, what just came in the mail. And I was like, that exists yeah that's exactly how i saw um i'm part of a group on on facebook and i was like no way shut up this is cool i had no idea i hadn't heard anything about it so i just i just pulled it up on dark horse and you can there's there's a link to buy the print edition uh right there and you can just have it shipped to you hell yeah you can also you can also pre-order the next like two editions Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I know what I'm about to spend all my stimulus money on. Uh, <laughs> all all nine dollars of these comics. <laughs> like, they're 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 four. Well, they're four dollars a piece. Sorry. Oh. Twelve dollars. Oh, never mind. My We're bad. Breaking, you know. Anyway. Uh. Well, I know what I'm gonna be doing later tonight. Um. But yeah, I'm really excited about it, and uh, just wanted to briefly talk about that because I'm sure. Uh, once I'm done with this, I'm going to order those. And then on a future podcast, I will be discussing them. <laughs> um, so there's that. But moving along right here, I kind of wanted to do something kind of cool and fun with you guys. Um, it's going to be a new segment. I'm tentatively calling this some kind of playlist. Um, so essentially, well, first and foremost, we're going to offer up some songs. Um, each of us are going to pick three songs. Um kind of switch it up we're going to pick one song from each category that we have and the categories are the ones we talk about movies tv anime video games um just to put it out there we're not actually going to play the song and we don't have any rights to it which is why we're not going to play it and we're not claiming it in any way this is just sort of like fan appreciation when it comes to this kind of thing because you know a lot of these um, different types of media and games and what what have you not have a lot of really great soundtracks to them. So it's kind of us giving a shout out to them. Um, so yeah, each of us are going to um, put up an offering. Um, there's a little bit of rules to this. So we must have one song from each category, like I said. So an example of an offering would be one song from an anime, one song from a video game, and maybe one song from a movie for the total of three. Um, we can only pick one song per any piece of media. So if we pick a song from Final Fantasy VII, um, like say if Cody does, he can't pick another song from Final Fantasy VII. 
uh, unless the song or unless the platform like switches over media. So for instance, Final Fantasy VII, there's a game and there's a movie. So Cody could pick a song from the game and then pick a song from Evan Children, the movie, and it counts because it's a different sort of media. Um, and a song must be included in the show, movie, or game that we choose. Uh, trailers don't count, and it has to be the original version or the closest to the original version. Uh, trailers and variants don't count. It has to be something like if you were playing this game or watching this show or the movie or anime, you would hear this song in it. Um, and then if you wanted to look at the list, it's all compiled online and at some kind of entertainment.net. Um, you can go to segments category and there's a some kind of playlist segment category and you will see all our playlists and you can come check them out and enjoy the stuff that we like listening to when we're um, being entertained, so to speak. Um, so we're going to throw it over to Christian. What are your three offerings, my man? Uh, yeah, so I'll start off with uh, video games, I guess. Um, so Kingdom Hearts 2 uh, is my favorite game in the Kingdom Hearts franchise. And Solid game. Solid game. Yes, yeah. so good. Um, and so I'm going to do the like the intro song from the beginning of that game, Sanctuary, uh, by the artist. I'm going to butcher it, but it's Hikaru Utada, I believe. Um, so yeah, so that's my pick for okay. video games. No uh, worries in the pronunciation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you say? So do you want me to? You want me to go and run through the list? Yeah, go ahead and do all three. Okay. Uh, and so for a movie category, I'm going to do the the first Guardians of the Galaxy from the Marvel Universe. Uh, the name of the song is Hooked on a Feeling. Uh, it's played, I don't think, it's definitely not in its entirety, um, but it's just a small portion of the song. It's, it, they play it like right as they're all being admitted into the prison. Yeah, I think it's on like the headphones. You can hear it and the dude puts them on or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then that's by the artist Blue Suede. Uh, and then from anime, uh, my pick is Seven Deadly Sins. And the name of the song is actually also Seven Deadly Sins. Uh, and the band that sings that is Man with a Mission. Uh, it's also, uh, side note, probably one of the most like amazing anime intros. Like that really like gets you. Was this an intro? Yeah. Uh, so this is an intro. I think the only other one that like rivals this, in my like personal opinion, is the uh, the, uh, the first intro, or I guess the only intro to uh, Soul Eater. Did Soul Eater have more than one intro? It did. It had yeah. uh, Paper Moon and something else paper okay moon. yeah the first one was that paper moon mm, paper moon was the second one what was the first one i can't remember i have no idea anyway <laughs> anyway uh so anyway the, the first one in the soul leader soundtrack or whatever for the intros is probably the only one that rivals this, in my personal opinion for being just absolutely gets you pumped for the show so yeah, that's my pick i i still feel like attack on titan like that first yeah, one yeah yeah that first uh, one whatever it's called and uh, uh maybe it's just because i'm biased but i love the cowboy bebop opening that's a classic oh so good. i love the cowboy bebop closing the real folk blue yeah that's also a good one yeah but those aren't my offerings. yeah those aren't mine either i just yeah. ranting anyway yeah, i'm just i'm just you know anyway i like your picks Chris, especially sanctuary um yeah sanctuary is amazing probably the best one in the series it's better than three for sure mm-hmm. it's definitely better than one and i didn't really play a lot of the handhelds um sanctuary is a, is a is a banger for real i haven't listened to the seven deadly sins i've watched seven deadly sins so which season is this an intro to so this is the it's not the very first one it's the second it's the second half of the first season hmm. yeah so i didn't make it that far so 
the way the seven deadly season uh seven deadly seasons seven deadly sins seasons <laughs> works is there they do like the first half it's like an intro and then they usually change it up for like the last half i got gotcha. you like that for like kind of a, um all the seasons thus far uh, but yeah, so I will say in Seven Deadly Sins, uh, the one of the things that it doesn't do well on is plot or like storyline. And so I think that's where it loses a lot of people. That's but where it if lost you me. Past that, if you can just don't think about that because it doesn't make sense. It is an Very amazing show, show and has some of the yeah. best character development. Um, I love it. I mean, Millie Otis is dope and I like Bond. And I think King is my favorite. Because King he's is the, absolutely uh, my favorite. He's the sin of sloth, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think That's I think pillow. my favorite. <clears throat> All right, well, I like your free picks, uh, and and I can refresh myself on that intro by going to your playlist on our on our website. So, uh, Cody, moving on to you. What are your three offerings? Oh, messed up there. What are your three offerings, there, my brother? Uh, my three offerings. Um, <laughs> let's see. So I so for anime. Um, I I think it's just battle music from the show, but the song is called Dragon Force from Fairy Tale. Not to be confused with the heavy metal band. Yeah, not not the band Dragon Force from the anime Fairy Tale. The song is called <laughs> Dragon Force. Yeah, it's from the original soundtrack. Um, I absolutely love that song. Um, and I I. I I'm pretty sure it pops up in like the really big epic battle scenes. I, I know the song you're talking about, and I'm pretty sure anytime they do something uplifting towards each other, or anytime Natsu does something cool, this is playing in the background. Yeah, to some degree, because it's it's a it's a I think it's a longer song too. It's like four minutes. Oh, it's it's pretty long. Yeah, and I'm fairly certain in at least the first parts of like the first like twenty song episodes or whatever this is playing when they're doing the intro to the like the title part scene. of it is part of yeah. it is yeah it's the, that the the bagpipes yeah um that like, that often, running melody yeah. plays in a lot of songs it's played often throughout the whole entire series i believe yeah it is um but yeah no i love that um okay so for movie uh i did almost exactly what you uh, said in the in the beginning um it's a good example so that's why i keep using it yeah so uh f- i for my movie not game i went with final fantasy 7 advent children the movie and picked one winged angel which i know technically yes this version of the song was used in the remake but it came from the movie so I mean, i'm a loophole it in i don't care what you say um, I, mean, I would honestly consider the remake a different game because th- it is essentially. A I mean, game. it is, yeah, but still, um, that's my movie pick because uh, yeah. that was the first Solid time. Song, by the way, because like that when that guitar hits, yeah, it's like Jimi Hendrix meets classical like mm-hmm. opera in in a lot of ways. It was so good, and I've heard. Like, um, I guess they can't do it because obviously now it's it's licensed to um, Avent Children or whatever. But I've heard one when you play live with the guitar, and it's not like that song. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, but yeah, no, I, I love that song. Um, and then my video game is another Final Fantasy game uh, from Final Fantasy 14. 
the MMO if you haven't played it. It's uh, it's pretty good. Um, I picked the main theme from the last DLC, Shadowbringers. Technically, it's still the current one. Yeah. But... Well, the fact that I mean they just announced uh, Endwalker. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the the Shadowbringers main theme uh, is my video game choice because that song is so good. Yes, it's very long and has different as like with most fourteen. Um, it starts slow but builds really quickly, and then yeah, it has modern instruments. It's not just singing. It's 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 very anime in a lot of ways. Mm. Um, I mean that off solo key when you were just like, yeah, it's pretty good. You know, if you haven't played it, if you haven't played it yet, um, how many how many hours between you two do you have logged? You can shut your face. <laughs> um. I have it days. It's bad, and I'm about to re. I'm about to re up because Endwalker's coming out. So in the next couple of months, I'm I'm re upping. So it's about to be more. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm I'm in like 2,500 hours or something like that at this point. But I don't, I don't Cody know. has more than me and has been playing for a shorter period of time. I think I've played. I got, I got a good year and a half on you before you guys started because you started in Heaven's Ward. Well, I, I mean, I, I started in the alpha on the PS4 because you got me into it because mm-hmm. you were playing on the PC with Kyle. Yes. And then they announced it for the PS4 and I got into the alpha and I played that. And then I came in right before Heaven's Ward because I had pre-ordered Heaven's Ward. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I started like really getting into it. So you said you have about 2,500 hours in right now? Shut up. Something like that. You played the most during uh, Stormblood, though, I think is when he had hit his peak. Yeah, into, you, into Heaven's Ward, into Storm, uh, Stormblood. That's when you were in uh, the Free Company, yeah? Yeah, I mean, technically I'm still in it, but yeah. Yeah, you, yes, but whatever. Divide 2,500 by 24. That is 104 days. Shut up. It could be an over exaggeration. Well, it's not that. It's not that. (laughs) Isn't there a way to check your your game time? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, if you go on, I know on PlayStation 5, it's easy. If you just go up to your profile and tab down to games. Well, while Cody's looking that up to figure out what his actual gameplay was for Final Fantasy 14, I'll go ahead and give up my three offerings. Uh, So for. Tele- I did a television one. I'm a big fan of Doctor Who. Um, so I did the I Am the Doctor theme. Um, it is the theme that is played most often uh, linked with Matt Smith's version of the Doctor whenever he was doing something zany or wookie. Wookie. Wonky. wookie? <laughs> I let the wookie win. I can't Cross between wookie and wonky. Yeah. <laughs> I can't talk today. Anyway, anytime he was being especially wow, anytime he was just being himself, uh, this or solving something or being just magnificent or whatever, uh, this was kind of playing in the background um, most frequently with his doctor. I think it's played a couple times with Peter Capaldi, but they kind of drop it. It's more of like the 11th doctor kind of thing. Um, so that is mine um, for the television one for anime. I also so, went a fairy tale route, but instead of picking um, a song that was going throughout the whole entire thing, I picked an opening, uh, and I picked the intro to fairy tale number three. It's just called FT. 
It's by Funkist, I think is what they're called. Um, and it's the third intro to um, Fairy Tale. So it comes in because they, they switch up the intros about every 18 to 20 episodes. So you're looking like this is probably like, you know, 50 to 60 episodes deep when they get to this one. Um, but it's a banger, dude. And every time it came on, I never skipped it. I never, I always listened to it. Uh, I have it on my playlists when I go for walks and stuff like that. It's full on Japanese. So I don't know anything what they're saying. So I don't know. Besides Domo Origato, I don't know anything in Japanese. Um, so I don't know what they're saying, but it's it's a very one of those uh, heart pumping induced kind of like songs that you can listen to. So since you both brought up fairy tale now, so what was like your favorite arc? Um, Tim hasn't finished it yet. I haven't finished it yet, but the Grand okay. Magic Games was was mine. Yeah, from where I'm at. yeah, the Grand Magic Games is by far the best arc in that. When Natsu, I don't mean to get off topic here, but when Natsu takes on the other two uh, Dragon Slayers by himself, I was like, this is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, let me stop fangirling there for a second. Um, but yeah, the, so the intro to Fairy Tale uh, number three, FT by Fun Kissed. Uh, and then my third offering. Um, is a video game one and uh as you guys know i'm a big fan of persona 5 i don't know if i've ever mentioned it on this podcast or not ever i don't know if i've done a review for persona 5 strikers or not you can find on youtube um i had a hard time picking which song and the reason why there's all these rules that cody's going to find loopholes for to get as many final fantasy tracks as he can can on there from seven because uh, <laughs> there's so many different spinoffs and yeah, if we're yeah. calling remake a new game, it's it's open season. <laughs> uh, the reason why I put so many rules is so I personally didn't pick every single song on the Persona Five soundtrack and try to get some sort of variety in here. So I had a hard time picking one. It's like picking, you know, your favorite dog if you have dogs or something like that. It was so hard. Um, but I essentially, almost like flipped a coin and just went with one because it was it was between two choices it was between rivers in the desert which is ah, so such a good song and it happens in like a boss fight that's really really cool um or the song i actually chose which is i believe which uh appears in actually persona 5 royal which even though it's 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 different from Final Fantasy VII. It's not really a remake or a different game. It's just the same game but with DLC. <laughs> so I, unfortunately, I'm I'm not going to allow it to be a different game than Persona Five. Uh, although there is other versions of Persona Five, like the dancing game and Persona Five Strikers, that I might be able to swing on there. But for right now, I'm considering Persona Five and Persona Five Royal different games. So uh, or sorry, the same game. Um, so I chose I believe, which is on Persona Five Royal, which is the f- um, uh, music that is played in the last and final dungeon that you have. To, it's called a palace, but it's the, the music that's playing when you're doing your final infiltration on your way to the boss fight. I will say you had your decision cut out for you because that game had a lot of amazing. Dude, there's amazing so songs. many. I mean, there's just there's just so many. Like I said, the, the whole reason I, I put all these rules is because I could easily think of like 10 off the top of my head that I'd want on a playlist. Uh, but in order to like prevent me from doing that, um, I, I chose one and it was hard, 
But like I said, I can probably get Rivers in the Desert on there somewhere because I'm sure it's it might even be in Persona 5 Strikers. I haven't even quite finished it yet, so it could be in there too. I don't know. It's a very vastly popular song. That and like Last Surprise is always a big one. And um, you know, I like I like I like them all. So I can keep talking about it, but I'm gonna stop. Uh, so those are my three offerings, and that's kind of our playlist situation that we have going on there. Um, if you want to know more um, about them, um, we'll probably do the segment again. Every once in a while, we'll offer up three different ones going forward and have a compilation list of our 2021 playlists. You can find them all on some kind of entertainment.net uh, and feel free to listen to them because I, with the exception of the song that Christian mentioned, I think I heard all of those songs and they're all so good. So, um, Hey Tim. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about you, but I want to follow up. Cody, did you ever figure out? Oh yes. Yes. Your time. I did. So, it was a slight over-exaggeration. It wasn't quite 2,500. Was it over 2,000? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 2,238. It was pretty close. Yeah, you you kind of rounded up there. Rounded up a little bit. <laughs> hey, you'll get to 2,500 with an next DLC. So. Stop. <laughs> and then you'll be at 104 days or whatever it was that yeah. Christian calculated. But hey, you know, I, I wasted, I said, I'm probably in like the 60s myself, so don't feel too bad. Um, to be fair, and I don't, I don't know, you know, like about you, Cody, but there were a lot of times that like I was playing, but I wasn't really playing. It was just open while I was either chatting with somebody or uh, doing other things. I just had the thing open. I mean, yeah, there were plenty of AFK moments where like, and that still counts for your time. Yeah, you're just sitting there. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure that there's, a, I I hope, a couple hundred. I doubt there's that many hours. But there, there's some hours in there. I know for were, a fact that there's at least probably 30 or 40 where I was talking to somebody. Like I, and, I guarantee you I, I've fallen asleep AFK in that game before. I'm sure. I'm sure. Are you uh, sure you've fallen asleep in that game while we were on the party? Yeah. I've fallen asleep in our party a few times. You've fallen asleep while you were our tank. Yeah, that that's true. I did do that. I fell asleep in a fight because I was your tank. That is truth that you're speaking, sir. Anyway, we can have a whole uh, conversation about 14 and other podcasts. I also want to point out mm-hmm. that uh, I know for a fact that Christian has... If not at close to 400 hours in Warzone. Oh, it's probably up there, yeah. Because we're always going to start calling each other out for how much we play in games. Okay. Time but I have, I have 382, and okay, I know I you've gonna... played it more than I have. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, before we uh, break up the podcast, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and we're going to talk about underappreciated media. And when I when I say this, I'm talking about like movies, games, TV, anime, books, whatever you want. You guys talk about songs if we want to tie in what we were just talking about of um, that didn't necessarily receive the praise it should have. Now that doesn't mean that that nobody out there knows it or this is some like hidden gem that like you're going to introduce the world to that they had no idea. It could have a cult following. It could not. Um, you know, it's just something that you personally are drawn to that like. You think, you know, like this might have been overlooked and didn't necessarily um, 
you know, get the praise that it should have. So what are some examples that you guys have of that kind of stuff? Uh, well, Cody. for me, the most blaring is the Pendragon book series. Mm-hmm. And it's actually what kind of spurred on this conversation because we talked about this a couple of days, weeks ago. Yeah. Because um, I got you into it. I don't even know how long ago. Um, it was before we were living together. So I don't know, six, seven years now. It's, yeah, maybe even more. Um, it was 2013, so almost 10 years. Yeah, almost 10 years. Um, yeah, I was going to say, because we were at the old movie house. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, it's a 10-book series about... I don't, I don't even know. I wouldn't call it time travel, travel. dimensional travel. Yeah. yeah like, there is like, some yeah. aspect of time travel. Yeah, in, in certain parts, basically, there's like different. They're called territories. Yeah, and it's about people that they're called travelers. So it's about people that travel uh, in between them. For uh, they had to be like born into it, though. Yeah, I, I I'm rereading them right now because we talked about it, and I was kind of like, you know, I only read that series once, and it was really good, and I knew I flew through it. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm rereading it and I'm on the second book of 10 right now. So I have still a long way to go. Yeah. I don't want to spoil anything for anybody if you decide to read it, but like, I highly recommend it. Like it, it's one of those, like to me, it should have been as popular as Harry Potter. Yeah. Like, it should have had movies or a TV show game, whatever. Like it, it deserved that, that amount of attention and it didn't get it because it, it's so good. Yeah. Like I cannot That's recommend it. those books enough. There's really not a whole lot more you can talk about it because then you'll start getting like the spoiler. Yeah. Um, the story, you know, it's for children. You know, like when I when I bought the books, it was like this would be good if you if you had a ten year old, and I was like, well, I'm 32 and I'm buying them, and I don't really care. Uh, but for a story that's supposed to be, you know, for like middle school age reading levels. It's very intricate. It's really intricate, and it's one of the series. DJ McHale, by the way, in case. You yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. Um, yeah, DJ McHale. Um, it it's one of the series similar to Harry Potter, where like the book sort of grew up with the readers that it was intended for, because mm-hmm. in Books a Million, it was in the same section as Harry Potter. Um, I used to. I remember having to go to like the kids section. Yeah, it's like right adjacent to the kids section. You're yeah, like, yeah. Like, this is weird. I'm Twenty years old. There's yeah. nothing weird here. I just want to buy this Harry Potter. <laughs> I walk up to the guy. Like I'm looking in like you know like like non like fiction and stuff and you know where like Game of Thrones is at and and then I go where's um Pendragon and they're like. <laughs> You see the the squeaky toys and see that rainbow Betty and the rainbow. It's over there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where? Uh, it's next to the Winnie the Pooh books under Harry Potter. Castle that yeah. Made out of books. <laughs> like, ah. Okay. But so like, I have never so actually good. read any of these books. I, I can recall them being at like book fairs and stuff growing up. Um. And then, like, of course, just, like, at bookstores and seeing them being on, like, end caps uh, and marketed towards, like, like you were saying, the Harry Potter audience. So what's the premise of the series? Like, what's, like, the basic? Well, it, it's sort of, sort of like what Tim was saying is there's travelers from the various different territories. There's one for each one. Um, 
and they have a handler basically yeah um and then there's there's you know a a voldemort s character that is a shapeshifter and essentially his goal is to infiltrate a territory install himself into a position of power and then take it down yeah he's sort of like poison where he like influence he doesn't cause any yeah he himself doesn't like straight up like push the nuke button but he tries to influence events to happen that would like destabilize and destroy a society Anyway, it follows this this kid named Bobby Pendragon yeah. and uh, his uncle Uncle Press. And, and uh, each book is is vastly different from the last one because it's each book takes place in a different territory. Um, like one territory is like a medieval type deal. One territory is like uh, underwater. I, underwater. One's in like a virtual reality. There's one where like it's ruled by like these cat like people. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's five. Yeah, it's a so weird... is the main character traveling all through time? No, no, more space. it's more space. There is so there, and there's it's very different, various different books. There's a first Earth, a second Earth, and a third Earth uh, territory. First Earth is like, uh, I think it's centered around like when the Hindenburg crashes. Like the thirties. Yeah. And then second earth is like present day. And then third earth is the future. Um, but then there's, you know, like, like I said, there's that like medieval territory. There's the, um, the underwater, the virtual reality, the, the cat people place. It's sort of like planet of the apes, but with cat people, it's just like jungle area. Yeah. Um, it gets, it's very interesting. Like I said, for a, a book that's like you know marketed towards you know middle school age kids, it is very it gets dark, very intri- and very dark. Yeah, especially as we get later on in the in the series, much like Harry Potter. Interesting. Yeah, um, I mean I couldn't recommend them enough. Like I said, I'm rereading them, and, and until after Cody introduced it to me, and then you know it's been almost ten years, and up until like legitimately. Two or three days ago, when I was reading it and I brought it up to somebody, I had never met another person that had read them. And then someone at my theater has read them. Oh, wow. Yeah. Literally, the only people I know that have read them. Theater I used to work at, I should say. Yeah. The only, uh, the only people I know that have read them are people that I've introduced to it. And that's you and our friend Heather. Yeah. That's it. If you like reading, Christian, you should check it out. Yeah. They're very good. I finally graduate and I can read for pleasure again. <laughs> uh, any other unappreciated things you can think of, Cody, or should I move on to Christian? I mean, there's there's a ton. Like, I mean, like to me, I I don't think Jack and Daxter ever got the hype that it deserved. But I mean, at the time, I was really young, so it, it very well could have. I just know that it's not. Obviously, they didn't continue it, and I think it to me would warrant a new game today, but I don't think Naughty Dog's ever going to do it. But uh, you know, the same, same ilk, um, I, I've never played it, but I think you guys might have, and maybe we can talk about one point, Sly Cooper. Yeah. I never played Sly Cooper. Yeah. That's actually on my list. <laughs> well, I hear it's really good. 
anyway, you're talking about Jack and Daxter. Yeah, like I, I feel like the from my friends, like you either played Ratchet and Clank or or Jack and Daxter. You played neither. Crash Bandicoot. Well, I yeah. Um, Another one. But yeah, like I, I only knew like two people that played Jack and Daxter growing up. But I mean, I mean, it was Naughty Dog, so I'm sure that it had. I mean, obviously, it has a following, but like, I don't know if it was big or or whatever. I played it. Um, I played it with uh, my older sister. Um, we would take turns playing it. I don't think we kept up with the series as much as I did um, some of the other, you know, like cartoony platformers from back in the day. It's a huge jump from one to two. Really? Uh, I don't think I. In terms of gameplay. Just like ramping up difficulty. Well, no, like one is essentially a platformer right it's 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 like crash bandicoot where you know it's just spin attacks and you know punches and stuff and then you know like very minimal technology in the game like it's it's like a primitive world and then it immediately jumps to like a future world with hover hovercraft guns and all kinds of stuff Oh wow! Like it, okay. it takes a, it takes a huge leap from one to two, and then three is also in that like futury uh, realm. Gotcha. No, I know Cody. You're pretty notorious, or having this notoriety about you for uh, kind of appreciating a bad quote unquote movie. Uh, so I'm just kind of curious if you have anything uh, to offer up for that kind of thing. Uh. Okay, it depends on what you mean by bad movie. Cause That's what I'm saying, bad, quote, unquote, bad. Popular opinion is so, that it's bad. I don't like those movies. I, the only, like, are we talking Dragon Ball Evolution, or are we talking, like, Strange Wilderness? Because there's a big difference. Like, Strange Wilderness. Okay, so, like, movies that didn't do well in theaters, but I think yeah. they're great. Okay, because... Yeah. Dragon Ball Evolution is horrible, and Last Airbender, or, well, the movie, the live-action movie, was terrible. Yeah. Uh, I don't like those movies. Um, but movies like Grandma's Boy and Strange Wilderness, I love those movies. But, yeah, I guess universally when they came out, they were seen so, as terrible. I was going to talk about Grandma's Boy when I, when I got a chance, so, but since you brought it up, I'm just going to talk about it now. Um, that is the movie that I think is completely underrated. Oh yeah. Um, because it was in theaters for like a week. Yeah. At least uh, if not less. Yeah. Um, and I love that movie. I absolutely love it. I can, I can watch it at any point in time and I can still laugh at it, even though I know all the jokes. And in fact, it got so bad that like, I think that there was me and another associate named Zach at the old movie house back in the day when I worked there. And, um, we both love that movie so much and we watched it so many times that like we would just quote it to each other and i'm pretty sure there was one day that we were stuck in box office together and we essentially quoted the whole movie <laughs> another, in some various format maybe not like the intricate like detailed parts of it but like all the high notes we hit all of them for the whole entire movie and you know, it didn't perform well at all, and it since has gotten like a, a cult following. Since, oh yeah, it's huge um, since it since it failed in theaters. Yeah, um, but like it has like you know, um, just the humor is hilarious in it. Uh, it's 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 all dumb, stupid stoner humor, which <laughs> you know. I'm I mean, we've advocating 
we we've quoted that movie so much in our group it's ridiculous oh man I <laughs> mr chiso yeah i was gonna say so you guys quoted it so much um a few years high school did i break it <laughs> And then I finally was like, what the heck are you guys quoting? And you're like, have you never seen Grandma's Boy? And I remember coming over to your apartment. I think it might have been where we were doing like a board game night or something. And you guys turned it on in the background. And I was just like, what the heck is this movie? Like, it was great. But like, I was just like, what are we watching? I was a bird. And then I turned into a, a dolphin and I dove into the, yeah. Why are you getting a lion? To protect my stuff. <laughs> we taught the monkey kung fu. And I looked up into the tree, and it was the king of the jungle. <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving out all the curse words. It's a very hard uh, R movie. Yeah, it's a very hard R movie, but it, it's so, so good. There's probably all that stuff I just said. There's like there's a lot of curse words in between what yeah. I said, but like, it's hilarious. Um, but yeah, since you brought up. Uh, Grandma's Boy, that is clearly um, one of my favorite movies of all time. And it is completely 100% underrated. Oh, yeah. And unappreciated in all formats. Nope. I feel I feel that way about Grandma's Boy and um, Strange Wilderness. Yeah. Thank I, you, Stephen, for introducing me to Strange Wilderness. Strange Wilderness was okay. I didn't like it as much as Grandma's Boy, but it is, it is humorous. It's not but, as good as Grandma's Boy. The um, when they're doing the talkovers for the animals, that's probably the funniest part of the movie, by far. The, I I I almost pass out from laughing every time it gets to the shark. <laughs> uh, uh, Christian, what you got? So real quick before I go into what I've got, just out of curiosity, I looked up both of those movies uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, and uh, Grandma's Boy has a sixteen percent. <laughs> But what's worse, Strange Wilderness has a two, <laughs> like single digits, two percent. Oh, it's amazing! That's, wow, that is amazing. Uh, that makes me want to watch it. It's uh, so good. It. It's uh, it's so good. It, it's really bad, but it's good. I watched Grandma's Boy with you guys. Uh, I don't think I've watched Strange Wilderness though. We watched it. I think Tim. I think me, you, and Stephen watched it. And, Black came and visited once. Yeah, and yeah, that might be it. and Christian was still in like Clinton or something like that. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. That place. All right, Christian, what you got for me? All right, so uh, I guess I'll start with video games since Cody kind of touched on this area anyway. Um, since he brought up Jack and Daxter, what I always refer to is like the original core, uh, cartoony animated pl- platformer games for PlayStation is. Uh, Jack and Axer, Ratchet and Clank, and Sly Cooper. And I find it very surprising how few people have played one or if any of these, but let alone all three. I love all of them. them. Uh, If I had to put them in order for me personally, I think you'd go Ratchet and Clank one, then Sly Cooper, and then Jack and Axer on a personal level. Um, But so I know Ratchet and Clank is, of course, getting its big launch on the PlayStation 5 with Rift Apart. Uh, here in just a couple months uh, and so I'm really excited for that and hoping it reels in a, a large new audience the game kind of trickled off after the first couple iterations like there was the first one that was successful as far as PlayStation 2 era games go and then it had the sequel and I think there was even a, a third one on the PlayStation 2 
and then there was a bunch of just kind of like side stories that kind of strewed along in the PlayStation 3 and I think that's kind of either where they lost a bunch of people or people didn't really know what it was and since it was a continuation of an older game you had new fans coming along that didn't really know what the series was and so when they did the uh, the remake of the original game on the PlayStation 4 a few years back I think that was amazing on their part on the Somniac's uh, decision to to do that because it introduces a whole new audience to the franchise and i'm hoping that everyone who plays it of course loves it and will carry over to rift apart on playstation 5 i would say that's that's basically what happened to spyro like they made those um like the original three games and then every spinoff after the, the original three games were like they one they weren't as good uh, because like I, they came, you know, during like the PS2 era, and they tried to do things differently, and it, it mm-hmm. didn't work. Like Spyro was voiced by Elijah Wood, and then they gave Sparks a voice, and it was uh, David Spader or David Spade, which was uh, okay. You know, like, no, Dirte was voicing him. Yeah, I I don't know why. But yeah, no, I I agree with you. Like I, I feel like those games definitely, all of them just kind of fizzled out. Yeah, no, I think out of all the three, I think Ratchet and Clank, if I had to guess, probably still has the biggest following. Um, and then I think it's probably Jack. Probably that's probably why it's getting like a remake. Yeah, yeah. And then it's probably game. Yeah, uh, and then it's followed probably by Jack and Dexter, and then I think Sly Cooper's probably just kind of on the bottom. Um, yeah, Sly Cooper didn't really go anywhere. No, it didn't. And I so and like that was probably my pick above Ratchet and Clank for my list of just kind of underappreciated uh, games, just because it's. I mean, <laughs> not just because my favorite. I was gonna say, aren't you a little biased? Um, but I mean, like, so I I, I liked raccoons, and then this the first game came out and I was like, I feel like this game was made for me. (laughs) So like, I never even gave it a second thought. I saw it like in the game store and like saw that it was a raccoon on the front cover. And I was like, well, yep, this is mine now. (laughs) Um, And it got like, so just as far as like the platforming puzzling aspect of it. And so that was kind of the, uh, the question I was asking about when you were saying the, the transition from one to two. So the first Lightkeeper game, had basic, you know, uh, platforming that was kind of somewhat difficult. But then when you shift to two, it got so hard. Like, it was ridiculous. I don't think I ever beat the second Sly Cooper game. I haven't played it forever. I thought there was only one. Yeah, there's a few, actually. Um, I don't think I played Beyond 2, honestly. I think there was one on the PS3. Uh... So they can't... I don't know if there was one for the PS3. I know there was a collection that came out. Maybe that's what it was. But... Um, regardless i definitely would love to see it brought to i was hoping to see it bring out over to the four because i think when that collection came out was in the launch year of playstation 4 and i was going to get it but i had already like traded in all my stuff and was getting ready for the playstation 4 yeah um similarly to how i missed out on uh ratchet and clank um well it's uh, like the nexus that came out that year with dragon Dexter, i think there's technically six games so there's there's Jack one two and three which are the main the main three and then there was Jack X Racing and then there was Daxter for the PSP and then I want to say there was another Jack and Daxter game that I never played and the community hated immediately. 
And it wasn't like Jack and Dexter 4. I think it was on the PSP. And it it was technically a continuation, but everyone hated it. And it did terribly. And I think that's what killed the series. Yeah. So I, I really hope they reboot it or something sometime. Because, uh so good. Um. I guess I should also restate that I know, I know there are other platformers from back in like the, that, that age, um, like uh, crash bandicoot and uh, Spyro, but those, those are both extremely popular till this yeah. day. So I didn't include those. In oh yeah. Um, but anyway, um, so as far as movies go on my end, uh, I've got a bunch that like I grew up watching with my dad that like I loved before the MCU existed. Um, you know, like my go-to uh, superhero flicks were just these random obscure ones. The two that came to mind uh, off the top of my head was League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Great oh, movie. Oh, that's a great movie. Great that's movie. movie. Yeah. And The Phantom. Uh, two movies that I, I absolutely love. <clears throat> it's great. I can't remember the actor's name that plays The Phantom. But it's kind of, I think it's a DC character, I think. But it's anyway, it's an older film. I highly suggest going back and watching it. Um, but League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, by far, I think is like my top pick for movies that are underappreciated. Just yeah. because it was like before Disney or Marvel or anything thought about bringing something like that onto screen, it was like this, you know, the first big shot at a on screen avengers-esque like assemblance of all these different characters i just thought it was really cool and i think i'm, I'm pretty sure of like everything else out there it's based off of comics that i've never read but i absolutely love the movie i thought the human it was amazing and yeah i don't know you guys have both watched it though yeah uh i was gonna say i think that and van helsing mm, van helsing are, are both underappreciated i really like van helsing i think hugh jackman did a great job yeah um but to add to it because you you reminded me of like you know like the avengers team up stuff i i think one of the most under under appreciated uh shows ever i don't know why i didn't think about this earlier is smallville Mm. because i know a lot of people hate superman like honestly out of the dc characters he's like he is my my second favorite um but like He's one of the most OP superheroes ever, and his movies are always pretty cheesy. Um, but Smallville, I think, is really good. One, because it's you know it's before he's Superman, but it's also the first show because it's the show that sparked the CW, yeah, the Arrowverse. Um, and it it had not all the same actors, but it had like, at one point, um the green arrow and flash uh, flash and yeah, like all of them Aquaman uh, in the show. And they did, mm-hmm. you know, like their team up stuff. So mm-hmm. I try to get into Smallville and admittedly, it's a pretty good show for being, you know, no offense to the CW. I mean, being on the CW. Yeah. Um, but my, my, here's my problem with the show. It's real long. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's long and dated. It is 20 plus season or 20 plus episode seasons that are all an hour long. Yeah. It is. Hard. There's like nine seasons or something like that. And there's 10. 10 and they're yeah. all 20 plus episode seasons and they're all an hour long. Yeah. So you have to like 
really truly invest in the beginning of quarantine i had nothing but free time so i watched i think three seasons of it um and it was good like don't get me wrong i got into it but like now i'm at a point where like i don't know where i left off and i'd have to like start somewhat over again and i'm just not ready to go back to that yet but for what it was worth it is it it, for my side it was really good it can be a little melodramatic and teeny at times oh yeah like i said it's it's a dated teen drama yeah it's an early 2000s show yeah but it's really good yeah um and then finally uh my uh last one that i wanted to bring up um and honestly on a personal level this movie is probably my top 10 movies of all time just favorite uh, is the Mummy with Brendan Fraser? Oh, me and you agree on that so much and so often. Like I, I just the Mummy, but I absolutely loved it. Like the humor, just everything about it, the the action, just like I get that it, how cheesy it was and how weird it was, but I just I loved every moment of it. It looks like we have all the horses. <laughs> looks like you're on the wrong side of the river. It's so stupid. It's so good. <laughs> Who would have thought Brendan Fraser would be an action star? Oh, man. Yeah. So good. Not the third one. Yeah, no, don't watch. Just Scorpion the first King, two. The Just the first two. The Scorpion King? No, Scorpion King was a spinoff. Yeah, so the, the third the one Scorpion is... Scorpion King with... in one, one of the mummies? Yeah, they, they had the rocket. It's one of the worst CGI ever put into a movie, <laughs> ever. Well, it's early 2000s. Um, like, Ever. Uh, but it, yeah, the rock showed up as a literal half man, half scorpion. And then they did the scorpion King later as a spinoff. Yeah. It's like a prequel. Yeah. Uh, just show how we arrived and how he got where he got. Uh, but yeah, no, the third one that's terrible. That's still, it has Brendan Fraser, but it has some redeeming qualities, but they recast and yeah. Yeah. His wife is recast. I think his kids recast. Well, his kids older. His kids like a a young adult teenager in that movie. Anyway, it's not great. Yeah. Um, and definitely, and not to harp on it too much, but uh, the new Mummy movie is god awful. Yeah, Tom think, Cruise, you did not need to do that. Yeah, I, think, I think I think we talked about this. It was not a good because they were trying to do like a more serious one because they were trying to do like a like a monster universe because yeah. it wasn't wasn't like it's supposed to tie into well what, hold on i'll talk about it here in a second but it wasn't supposed to tie into like that one like vampire movie like i dracula or something or i frankenstein or whatever oh well dracula untold dracula untold was supposed to keep going mm-hmm. and then it didn't and then I, yeah i think they were going to do something where they tried to bring it back but they never did so i and dracula untold was actually pretty good So here's what I have to add to our list of underappreciated things. Uh, we already kind of talked about Grandma's Boy because that's my, there's my all-time favorite. Um, but another movie that is really, truly unappreciated is Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Oh, my God, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, when you say the title out loud. So good. When you say the title out loud, it sounds ridiculous. And to be fair, the movie is ridiculous um at least the title pretty much tells you right off the bat what you can expect yeah you know (laughs) like in the trailer he's chopping down a tree in one swing uh (laughs) you know like his 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 main weapon is an axe it also doubles as a gun (laughs) 
you know, they're doing, yeah, yeah, I have it on Blu-ray too. <laughs> uh, it, I watched it, I think I watched it with you, Cody. Oh, uh, um, yeah, we definitely saw like a screening of it or something. Uh, and I remember walking out of the movie, like, this was the greatest movie of all time. It's directed <laughs> by the guy that did Wanted. Yep. So it is like, take Wanted but then put it in like the 1800s because it's all this, the same like slow motion, crazy, redonkulous fight scenes that were in Wanted, except it's in the 1800s and the main character is Abraham Lincoln fighting vampires. Isn't How can um, you not love this movie? <laughs> uh, what's his face? Falcon. Um, Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie. Isn't he in it? I think so, yeah. I think he plays, I think he's a, I think he's a vampire. I think so. Yeah. But he's trying to kill all the vampires. He, he like, yeah, he's like, a slayer. He's, he's, a good vampire. he's like Blade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he, maybe he is Blade. I don't remember. Uh, that would be, what a tie-in. That, oh man, make it happen, Marvel. <laughs> Bring it back. I would watch. I'm ready for another, uh, I'm ready for a sequel. First in line to see that one. Uh, yeah. Like, it, give me, give me Barack Obama vampire slayer. Let, let's it. go. I would watch it, especially because you could probably get Barack Obama to do it. I'd watch it. <laughs> Vampire Slayer. I would totally watch that movie. I was day one. Oh I my god! Be political. That just sounds like a funny. That just movie. sounds so dumb that it's gonna be good. Well, I mean, you know, not to spoil anything, but at the end of Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, I mean, Abraham Lincoln goes on to become president and eventually gets shot in the head. Yeah. So spoiler: Abraham Lincoln dies, but it is alluded to that like, he might have been turned into a vampire at the end of the movie well it uh anthony mackie's like, at the like, end like, yeah yeah like it, it's like modern day and he's sitting next to somebody else in a bar yeah so and it's kind of alluded that it might be abraham lincoln yeah maybe it might be but yeah abraham lincoln vampire hunter uh go watch it i mean just turn your brain off for an hour and a half to two hours and just enjoy it for what it is. Oh, I'm going to uh, watch that movie like tonight now. Like, oh, it's a treat. It's a, it's a delight. It's an absolute delight. Um, so another, another movie that I think is really unappreciated is the movie clue. Oh, that's a good uh, one. Yeah. With, uh, Oh, Tim, not Burton. Uh, Oh my gosh. Mm, I know him. I know. Him. It's I right there. Played it. Uh, he played Pennywise and not, 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 not in the, the original, original Pennywise. And uh, he was in, um, Tim Curry, Tim Curry. Tim thank Curry. you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tim Curry. And I think Michael Keaton, not Michael Keaton, but there's another Michael that's in it. Anyway, it's based off the board game. Uh, and it's just, it's, it's almost as ridiculous as, uh, um, Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter is except it's 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 not as like fighty kind of movie things so essentially like it essentially happens where they all are at a dinner party they all go by these aliases they're all inter- interconnected somehow and there's a murder and they try to solve it yeah uh, and it gets really crazy and i think it ends up being tim curry that does it or something well like that. they they do they do exactly what the um oh, yeah they do they do different they do alternate endings. yeah like it, it's like an hour and a half long, but like they they do the story over like five times in the movie. Yeah, yeah. So that like it's it's you know it is Colonel Mustard in the in the foyer with a candlestick or something. Like it, it they do it all. They do it all. It, it's really good. Uh, I highly recommend it. Yeah. And then um, for video games, there's a video game called Second Sight, 
which um, is kind of like this weird, it's almost in like the same vein as like uh, control, where it's like weird kind of psychokinetic power kind of thing, solving puzzles and mysteries and take, have to take out enemies. You can control people. It's, it's, it's really very much in the same vein of it. Um, but I played on the PS2 a long time ago and it was a really good game. So, um, has that had a, that. any reincarnations or anything over the years? No, it doesn't. Hasn't. It, it's been standalone. It, it, it was not really, I mean, have you guys even heard of it? I haven't. No. Um, I don't even know how I came across it, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. I just, I think it was at like a GameStop and I picked it up and I was like, this is for me. <laughs> kind of like Control or like you with Ratchet and Clank, Christian, where you're just like, yeah, I think, I think this is for me. <laughs> and I went home and I was like, yeah, this is for me. <laughs> um but kind of moving on from that why do you think uh some of these have been overlooked and do you think they should get maybe a second look at it and maybe move on like a sequel or some type of spinoff i mean i i think most of it is just they came out at the wrong time mm-hmm. you know uh I, I don't know when the right time would have been because at this point everything offends everybody. So it's really hard to say, like, I don't know if grandma's boy would have made it, you know, like grandma's boy would have been made. Today. Like it, it, it would have had to come out at like the height of the office. Maybe I shouldn't be <laughs> telling people to go watch this movie. No, go watch the movie. It's so good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just wrong time because I feel like all the people that love it now were too young to watch it when it came out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if it had come out maybe like six years later, it might have done more. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. And, and, and when it like the Pendragon series, like I, I feel like it just didn't like i wasn't marketed right because i had never heard of this yeah i was gonna say i don't i just don't think it was marketed well like i i think that really it really boiled down to he made a book series and either couldn't afford it or or whatever but it just also at the time you know that i was reading at least you know it could just not have been marketed towards me yeah uh, i think i think it was overshadowed by like harry potter and Pendragon or not Pendragon, uh, Percy Jackson, yeah. at the at the same time, and it just it just flew under the radar. Which yeah. I like the Percy Jackson movie, to be honest with you, I like both. I did too. Uh, I I wish they'd continued, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I'm very much in agreement that I think the reason that they these kind of underappreciated media fall between the cracks is just that the the publishing house, the you know movie production company or whatever behind it most likely doesn't have the funding to put forth as much as to the mainstream movies games or whatever into marketing and advertising so just not as many people are aware of it and then the other thing is just i think the market's just oversaturated you know with games movies all of it it's just there's the ones that are all stars that are up on top that have like unlimited funding for advertising and marketing and everybody knows about it doesn't regard doesn't matter how good or bad it is you're going to know about that movie and most likely either go see it or know someone who has gone seen it and then there's just pretty much everything else and then sometimes you'll like see something get trending on 
social media and you're like oh what's that and then it stirs this whole like cult following towards this this niche game or movie but yeah i don't know like but like i like for jack and daxter in particular i feel like if naughty dog at this point if naughty dog announced that they were doing a jack and daxter game it would blow up because of how popular naughty dog is now because of uncharted and last of us but I feel like they'd have to do a similar thing that Insomniac did with Ratchet and Clank, where at this point in time, I think they it would, would have, have to be a re- reboot remake of the yeah. original game. Yeah, it would have to be something like that. Well, any final thoughts on anything that we talked about today, guys? No. Uh, totally go watch and play everything that we suggested. Yeah, do do all of the things. Definitely read Pendragon. Listen to the songs we played. We, we talked about. Yep. Check out our website. Uh, it is always evolving i am constantly adding stuff to it yeah cody does a lot of good work into that he puts a lot of lot of time there doing that so please go check it out i feel like i don't do enough to promote it so please go check out our website um can i give another guys a little snapshot of things coming ahead this week that we might be discussing about in next week's podcast um zach snyder's justice league which is apparently supposed to be four hours long um drops on the 18th you can watch it on hbo max uh and then falcon and the winter soldier debuts on uh the 19th of march um which you know after our deep dive into one division i'm sure that you know we'll have things to discuss on that uh front right there so you know those are just topics i might uh be talking about next week but um hey you know thanks for listening uh please make sure you like share subscribe and leave a comment below if you'd like to reach out to us, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at SKO Entertainers or visit our website, www.skoentertainment.net uh, for more information. Also, check out our YouTube channel for some Resident Evil. Les- so, uh, also, check out our YouTube channel for some Resident Evil Let's Plays. I really can't talk today. Uh, <laughs> as well as our first in, the, in our review series, Persona 5 Strikers, that I personally did myself. And finally, don't forget to join us next week because even on the best of days, we all need some kind of entertainment. Bye. See you guys. See ya.